Welcome to Max and Men. We're back again. Commentators on the culture debating the topics that matter and some that quite frankly do not. I am Kobna and today the fellow man behind the mic is your boy Crofty. So we've got no Rocky this time around. He's uh, preparing for a trip, which I hope is going to be a trip of a lifetime. Um, it's going to be good to see the pictures, see the vibe he's on. Everyone knows Rocky likes to travel, so he's not going to show you anything, man. No, nah, he will, man. He will, he will, he will. He'll be gassed. The thing about Rocky is that he doesn't really take pictures too tough, but he, he knows that he'll be rolling with people who will. Do you know what I mean? He's that guy. Doesn't take pictures himself, but everyone else takes pictures, so he'll just like, you know, he'll just jump on that. So hopefully it's um it's good. It's good for that. But um, yeah, so no Rocky today, but we will persevere, man. We'll persevere. Thank you for joining us. And remember, you can contact us on all socials, man. So on Twitter, you can find us at, at Mike's and Men. On Instagram, you can find us at Mike's Ambassad Men. And on Facebook, it's Mike's X Men. Or you can email us, Mike's Men1 at gmail.com. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Give us feedback. We love the interaction. We love to hear from you. Uh, so, yeah, another person that I love to hear from is you, Crafty. What's up, man? How you been? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Just uh, work. A um, couple of things going on. So it's a busy period, but I uh, can't complain. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. What about you? Got a cold. Got a cold, man. My... Uh, my daughter's been really ill recently, man, and it's like, I haven't caught what she had. She had some nasty stomach bug, but the projectile vomiting was absolutely wild. It looked like she was possessed. I didn't know someone's body could push vomit out that far. It almost seemed like a joke. It was like, yeah, and it was mad as well. She was, like, really ill for that one day. The next day, like, nothing ever happened. She was bouncing off the walls, full of energy, I was like, right, that is the comeback you need. Like, when you get older, you can't bounce back from things like that, you know. Did you, um, by any chance, cook her meal? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I know you're trying to insinuate that, but um... no, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. And I mean, projectile, projectile vomiting's like neurovirus, but I don't know if that's just in winter. But anyway, but she recovered really well, which is the most important thing. It's that's all we want to hear. Yeah, it's interesting that you didn't ask about her. Her recovery, but you asked me if I was cooking the food. Um, you, you told us about her recovery. Listen, it's cool. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that as a slight on your personality or who you are. That's absolutely fine. Absolutely. Take care. You want crabs? I will do. I will do. Oh, I should also mention that this week's episodes, this Max and Men mention, goes out goes out to the Solo app. Um, I know what you're thinking. What's Solo app? Crafty. Is that what you're asking? Is that what you're wondering? Is that what you're um, Yeah, what is Solon app? Please tell me. Solon app is a revolutionary digital tool which is allowing you to write and to edit your will in real time. It allows you to add executors. It allows you to add beneficiaries and remove them as you see fit. It allows you to store your assets and also to identify tips, financial tips such as Using an inheritance calculator, a uh, tax calculator, give you tips on how to maximize your your money. And to be honest, in the recession that we're about to head in, every piece of financial information helps. So if you want to learn more, you can find 
more information about Solon Solon app on Instagram and on Twitter, but you can also download the app um, both on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So I think it's important for everyone that you go, you download the app, and you take a little bit more responsibility of your finances because the decisions that you take today will impact your finances tomorrow. So head on down there, download the app, because with Solon, everything is taken care of. So, yes, talking about that, yeah, the recession thing is looking a bit mad. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because currently in a lot of meetings at work, when you're talking about budgets and stuff, you have to take into consideration how consumers are feeling and how much money is being squeezed at the moment with all the changes. You see energy prices. Every time I go past the petrol station, my goodness, the price just looks nuts. And I've got a diesel car. So, like, 182, bruv. 182 per litre. That is nuts. I don't know I don't know how you're surviving. I'm just about surviving. Just about. But I, I'm just pissed off, to be honest. I don't know if that's bad language to use, but I am. What? I'm pissed off with this government. Yeah, and it's not just our government, it's, 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 it's all of them, because they're squeezing us at the petrol pumps. Meanwhile, the price of the barrel is the same, roughly the same as it was 10 years ago. They're using all sorts of excuses. They'll blame Ukraine and Russia, war, whatever, but the energy prices and stuff, nothing to do with that. And, and these companies just getting rich just from, just from our, <laughs> the little change we have left. I'm 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 annoyed, bruv. I, I'm topping up fuel far too often. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe it's time to get the bike out, man. I don't know. This summer, anyway. I mean, I would do it. My problem with the bikes, though, is that I know what it's like to be behind the the wheel, and you hear like you hear the way other people talk about about cyclists. You can see how they respond to them. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like, at the end of the day, a bike is never going to be any kind of competition for a car. So when you see the way people get road rage and they go on about cyclists, I mean, it's just dodgy, Rob. I just don't no, know. True. true, but you know, the funny thing is, like, when you're in a car, you don't like cyclists or some of them. But when you're on a bike, you don't like drivers. Yeah, you but when you're on the other side, bro. You just don't have the same kind of protection. So you can't really be moving like that. Yeah, true. It all depends. Where I, I wouldn't really get on a bike for a journey, let's say, unless it's like a quick 10-minute, 15-minute journey. And even then, I can't remember the last time I actually did that. But, um, yeah, no, I actually want to get healthier and stuff. So the bike might actually be, be an option. What, it's not what, actually to save money, but just as an option, actually. What, what prompted this um, wanting to get healthier? Where does that come from? Uh, my belly. My belly. Oh. Okay, I thought that was like a, I thought there may be like a, a dramatic shift due to like a life event or something. No, nah, I had to cut out some rice and some carbs. Right, just now I had um, chicken wings and salad. Um, and that was good. Don't need rice, don't need chips, man. Um, <laughs> you, don't, you don't actually need it, but the commitment, you know, the problem with food is like, and me personally, my relation with food is that like, I don't drink, I don't do drugs. Like food is my thing, man. So if I, if I can't eat what I want when I want, it's like one of like life's pleasures that just removes from my life. It's just really difficult for me to accept. Because the thing is, I can like, 
I can push myself to work out. I can push myself to go for. I hate jogging, right? And at the moment, I've got um, I've got golfer's elbows, so I can't really lift weights and all that kind of stuff at the moment. So I've been told just to leave it to rest. I can't play squash like I usually do. So I've just been told to rest it, right? So it means that the only activity I can really do is running and football. But you know, football you obviously you know you need everyone else. So that's once a week. So I run and I are hate you running? Hate it. Are you currently running with your arms by your side or something? No, this is the thing. Right? You still, this is the dumb thing as well. You have to continue. Like you can only run with that same normal running motion, but that's all I can pretty much handle. So for like the past like four weeks, I haven't been lifting anything, and I feel like I'm just getting weaker. I feel like my whole body's getting softer. It just feels horrible. But um, I, if I if I gave up eating some of the things I eat, this wouldn't even be that much of an issue. But I just can't. I can't seem to can't seem to get away from the food, man. I can't seem to do it, man. I can't seem to do it. Um. But yeah, man. Good luck in your good luck in your uh, in your fitness journey. I'll be here. Thanks. to I hope you mean it. Yeah, I do mean it, man. I do mean it, man. Health is wealth, bro. Health is wealth. Um. So yeah, want to want to want to see you in that sense. Um. There've been like some some sad news, man. In the you know recently we've seen a couple of shootings um in the states and well that's cool in Texas, man. It really. I mean, I don't know. I. Maybe I don't know if it's because I've got kids now or whatnot. Like these things are always travesties, right? And I remember being at school when the whole dumb blame thing happened and realizing like how scary that was. But you know, obviously the UK fixed up automatically almost and changed so many rules and made it so difficult for something to happen again. And and to the credit of the country, it hasn't happened again. Those changes in laws had a monumental effect. And I'm not saying that there were loads of mass shootings before then, but ultimately, once that happened, things had to change, and they've changed. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to say things for the same thing for the US, and we've seen things like this happen over and over and over again, and it's really like it's a devastating shame. Reading that stuff and watching these kids' videos to their parents and stuff like it made me really emotional, man. I was like, that is heartbreaking to think that those kids are not going to come home, and they're not going to change the legislation anytime soon because the NRA has such a massive chokehold on the American government. How hopeful are you that there will ever be a change? Um, see, these mass shootings, I think, kind of feed into more money uh, for certain corporations or organisations. Um, I just think there is no change because the only change I'll see coming is if the government do try to move to take away the weapons, but they'll only do that um, for more control over the people rather than this issue, because this issue is very simple. How old are you? Um, do you struggle with any issues and so on? And then obviously you can't get a license to get a gun. Um, another thing is obviously automatic weapons so there's a lot of things they could do to reduce it at the very least um obviously someone could still do damage with a handgun but you know um how much before you know um you know you can get someone to them or 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 fire back at them you know they've, they've also got ways they can have security at schools um not necessarily at the front gate that can obviously just get shot on, on their way on the perpetrator's way in but 
they should have other areas um, where they could establish themselves. Teachers maybe doing firearm training. What we can't have is stupid ideologies where people go around killing black people, but then you can't have people going into schools and killing children and then the police officers waiting outside for up to an hour for God knows what. You know, they've got guns on their hips. It's okay when it's, uh, you know, not necessarily even a black person. I don't even want to turn it racial, but they shoot at will, it seems like, in America. Um, and then you've got one kid with a gun and no one wants to confront him. I get it if you're going there to take your own children out. That's what I heard was happening. But you're not going to confront the guy. Meanwhile, there's 20 of you, 50 of you, or 100 of you outside. Um, and, and they said it, the police chief said it himself, is like, no, there's no excuse. You can't explain it. I just think America um, are not going anywhere anytime fast. This is what they like. It means more money. And I bet you any money, incidents like this just means that people bought more guns on the weekend to protect themselves, let's just say, or, or you know. Yeah, that would be <laughs> it's crazy. Really interesting stat, actually. That would be really interesting to see if this was just increased. Like, I would actually, yeah, I'd really like to see that if it just meant that there was a massive increase in purchases for guns. Because there were, there, there was a one woman who tried to go inside the school and she was like detained or like arrested, however you look at it, put in handcuffs basically. And then she demanded to be released. Um, and once they released her, she jumped the fence. She ran into the school, got her two kids and got out. And it's wow. like, wow. That, that is, that is fucking mad. But she did what she had to do. She did yeah. what she had to do to get her, to get her kids out. And, and she did what the police were not prepared to do. I mean, it's really hard for me to tell these police people how to like police people how to do their jobs, man. Because you know, I haven't been in those high pressure situations. But for a woman to be able to go in there and get her kid, it just makes you wonder, like, what were you doing? What was your approach? And I think it's also true what you're saying about the legislation and also them deciding to back, um, to back the the gun laws purely because it funds so much. I just think that until one of these people, one of these politicians has one of someone that they love and care about killed, I don't can't see anything ever changing. No, and, and you know, the funny thing is, someone said the other day, when you look at the timeline of how long the, um, I don't want to get it wrong, but you know, the gun control um, organization um, begins with the N. Um, can't believe I forgot the acronym now. But there's um, the governing body or the people that give licenses for gun. Oh, the NRA. The what? The NRA. NRA, that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> apparently, they've been around for, what, 150 years or so? And this is like, it coincides with with black people um, and land ownership and freedom um, from slavery and stuff. And you just think to yourself, was these laws really there because people are to protect themselves against a tyrant government in the eventuality of that happening? Or is this 
a way for them to protect themselves against black people who they probably thought might rebel or decide to get their own back in some shape or form. It's a theory, but it's also kind of based on a a a, 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 a um, coincidental or should I say um, uh, a timeline that basically leaves leaves you to think is this is this the possibility you know and um, so yeah they do make money all the time and when people decide I need a gun or I need to jump on board. That's that's all they after, and to not take automatic weapons away from people, you're you're taking the mick because you know America. We've it happened. I don't know how many times it happens, but it feels like it's every week. It it's a mass shooting. It's such a big country. It's, it just ha it happens way too often. Way and remember, that, these are ones that we hear it, about. Not every murder yeah, exactly. and mass shooting is is publicized like that. Hundred percent. A hundred percent, man. And it's yeah, like... so it's a it's a funny one, but it's to me it's quite simple, and and they they prefer the money and the chaos than trying to sort it out and and you know restrict certain types of weapons, which is fairly easy to do. It is, but it's just all about whether you're willing to you're willing to um concede that kind of money and and power. I just it just. It's, it's heartbreaking, man. When you see those messages, those kids were like, I just, just from every, you just realize how young they are, man. They're just not coming home. And you can easily, yeah. like, it, it, you know, it's, it's obviously a massive power shift, right? And they will a lot of power. There's a lot of money there. It's written into their amendments about the rights to bear arms. But rights to bear arms back then, you know, who knows? If you start, if you, if right to bear arms means that you can carry around a knife, cool, carry on a, carry on a knife. But if a child, if someone walks into a school with a knife, and it's, God forbid, like it happens, but they go in there and they can get, they get to one child. By the time they get to how many child, how many children can they get to with that one knife? Do you see what I mean? But with a semi-automatic gun, you can just go and buy in Walmart. That's flipping nuts. That is wild. Imagine going to Tesco and being able to pick up a flipping AK forty-seven off the shelf. What? Brother, it, it's nuts. What you said earlier, though when you were talking about the mum that went into the school and stuff, please tell me what exactly is the police, um, what's the police's job? What is their job? Yeah, that's the other thing, isn't it? They'll tell you that. It's, it's, it's fundamental that these are the guys that are supposed yeah, to go and stop attacks like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you waiting for? It's unbelievable. It beggars belief. It but really does. There's no doubt that there's there's going to be some some kind of legislation, some kind of protocol, some way of working, which means that they can't just all run in there and storm it. But either way, man, it's nuts. It's disgusting. It's actually disgusting. Change comes about soon, man, because this is... It's like a hostage situation, so I get it sometimes. But no one's talking to you. No one's negotiating. You're hearing gunshots of kids getting shot. And the ones that got shot once could have lived. But if they bled out after 10 minutes, 20 minutes... Because you're waiting outside. Because you're waiting outside. If I was a parent, I don't know what the hell I would be doing or thinking, but I would not accept that. It's gut-wrenching. It's gut-wrenching. It is. It really is, man. It's disgusting and gut-wrenching, man. I mean, I really hope that somehow things will change and those 
And those people can find peace, man, because, oh man, it's hard. It's really hard. It's really hard. Um, so we had a quite a monumental shift in the sporting world when the first ever professional footballer came out as gay since, not ever, sorry, first for 25 years, I think. Um, what's well, someone came out as gay 25 years ago? Yeah. Oh, okay, right. John Fashion is just brother, Justin Fashion. He committed suicide later, but... Oh, yeah. He came out, didn't he? Yeah, true. Uh, a bit different because I think he'd finished football then. Yes, yeah. But still, yeah. Um, yeah, so he he did. But, um, yeah, but uh, Jake Daniels, who plays for Blackpool, is the first active male professional to come out as gay. Um, it's funny, like... I don't know. I, I I feel I feel like it's. I'll tell you now. If I was gay and a footballer, I'll be the first to come out. Yeah, I mean, you can't keep your mouth shut to save your life, mate. So you're no, not... it's not about my mouth, mate. <laughs> it's it's about being in the spotlight. It's about probably getting rewarded in some shape or form by like a, you know being recognized by the queen or something like you're either gonna if you're gonna come out i would want to be the first one do you know what i mean mad sorry i don't know why i'm thinking in that way but i could see good opportunities for this guy because that's who you are (laughs) that's why you're thinking like that (laughs) i mean do you know what it's two things right kudos to him for coming out but also i feel like should a man decide declaring his sexual orientation? Should that be flipping news? Like in this day and age that we live in, should that be news? I feel like it should. It, it shouldn't it, have to be a big deal. Yeah, the coming out thing definitely not. But because it's it's football, um, and it's just not it's just not regular. I can I can I can. I could see past the coming out aspect of everything. And yeah, I, I would say it's newsworthy, but not mainstream news. It's probably just newsworthy in terms of if he was attached to a charity or if he was attached to something and he's promoting something, then he could be the face. And then it's like, oh, look, this is what's going on. But yeah, newsworthy... Um, no, no, I, I wouldn't say so. Personally, I, I really wouldn't. It's just like, what, so, so someone, a footballer comes out and say I'm bisexual. Is that newsworthy as well? I suppose it would be. But, you know, um, when you look at the female football team, I might be speaking completely out of turn, but I'm pretty sure there'll be some... Um, I don't know if we say lesbian or gay, um, but there'll be some females that um, are um, gay, um, but that's not publicised. No one, no one really cares. 
they're just fo- female footballers. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at Megan Rapinoe, right, who plays for the US team, um, openly, yeah, yeah. openly gay, has been gay for like openly gay for years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think she, I don't know if she's married, um, Sue Bird, or they're just uh, if they're just been like a long term committed relationship, but. She's been widely recognised, like at times, as like the best player in the world, right? Um, she's won the Ballon d'Or, you know. She's got she's broken records. She's won everything that needs to be needs to be won, like um, internationally, domestically. She's gay. I don't remember anything coming out as a massive like um, uh, coming out party or anything like that. Like, no, I know, yeah. I know it's different, right? I know the landscape is different. Well, I guess my point is more that like it's a shame that we live in a world that means that his sexuality makes front page news. Like he knew he was, he knew it was gonna make like front page news. Like that's that's that was a given. But it's just it's just a bit weird, man. And I think also it means that people have to like react in a different way, right? So not they have to react in a way, but people are reacting in different ways. So uh Agrissa Gay who um who plays for PSG um supposedly refused to wear a PSG shirt with the rainbow symbol. Um, yeah, and so was absent from a game. Um, they said that he missed the game for personal reasons. That's what Mauricio Pochettino said after he missed the game. Um, but apparently, uh, it had been written by the French Football Federation to clarify why he was um, like he. They asked him to clarify why he was absent. Um, yeah, but. Shouldn't it be his club that asks him rather than any football federation? Well, his club. This is what makes it political and and make it makes it disingenuous. But sorry, go on. I guess his club, the club, club declared that his personal reasons. I guess they wanted more. They were yeah, if it's, his, if it's his club that's asking him, ask him all you want. You pay him; he's your employee. But no governing body or any of the sort should be involved or trying to get involved. Um, because this is what pushes a lot of people back. They just be like, "What's the agenda against him?" Yeah, I, I, I've already kind of given my position on it by saying that. But I feel like he should have the right <clears throat> to decide if he no longer wants to play for them for whatever his personal reasons are. And people might say, "Oh, you're homophobic," um, call him homophobic and stuff. I don't necessarily see it that way. And the reason why I don't is because everyone's entitled to their beliefs. When people are taking the knee before a football match to play the match, you know, this was a widely supported thing through clubs and, and FIFA and all of these things. But some people didn't take the knee. Some clubs didn't take the knee. And, and so what? They, they're entitled to not feel like they need to do whatever they want to do. I mean, whatever everyone says they should do. I see it very similar. So if you've got a rainbow or um, some kind of uh, sim- sim- symbol or symbolic kind of um, showing of solidarity with a group of people, whether it's black people or gay people, whatever, you should have the right to decide whether you're going to take part or not. And that to me is the crux of it that's i don't really see it past that you could choose to be offended but that to me would be on you choosing to be offended 
No, it's true, and that is that is true. I think it's, I think it's difficult because I think he's been given a lot of um, a lot of stick for not having, for potentially not having worn this shirt for that reason. But like I've seen loads of, like Marcus Alonso, he never takes a knee when they when they start matches. Right, he doesn't do it. No, and, no. And I've never heard anyone. I'll come and ask him why he doesn't. And the thing, funny thing is, this guy in a road traffic accident where he was drunk killed someone in Spain yeah. they don't talk about it they don't bring it up but let this be someone like um, what's his name um, Zuma yeah <laughs> he would have been slaughtered you know slaughtered in the press and, and so on if he'd done it even if it had happened in France where he's from you know and we we can't keep playing into these double standards and these agendas like this is totally to me agenda driven like how on earth are you going to tell someone what to believe or what to stand up for and they and 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 it's just not their belief it's just not their way of life you know i don't i i think this is bullying in my eyes mm. you know you yeah you i think it's it's a form of bullying um and it's, 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 yeah, it's just, I just see it as it is. And, and there's no other way to see it. You're telling someone to do what you think they should do or what you think is right. And if they don't do it, you're going to put pressure on them. I just find that as bullying. They didn't do anything wrong. They just said, oh, I don't, I don't do that. That's not my way of life. I guess, it, I guess for me, it's a consistency because once you've decided that one person needs to be pulled up on this or pulled up on that, like, you have to keep that kind of consistent energy for when other people might do things that you might not approve of. Like, if you're going to be getting on someone's case for not supporting um, during Pride Month, you should also get people who don't support during, you know, Black History Month or they don't take the knee or whatever. There needs to be a level of consistency. And the first thing people say is, like, no, that just makes things tiring and, you know, it becomes too much, blah, blah. Fine, but that's the world we live in now, man. We're living in a world where those decisions and those causes need to be fought for, and they're going to do so. People need to step up and do it in a big way and need to be consistent. Otherwise, you're going to get pulled up on it. You're going to get, yeah. there's no other way around it. Look, look at the way they say, Oh, we don't, um, a manager can come out and say, Oh, I don't, we, you know, that's politics. This is football. I don't want to talk about politics, or I don't want, you know, we don't want to cross wires when it suits them. But then when the Ukraine-Russia war happens, you know, they're all over it. Like, yeah, support Ukraine, support Ukraine. And in my mind, I'm like, but isn't this political? You know, so people might not see the the difference, uh, the similarities um, or the differences, should I say. But it's there for you to see the hypocritical behavior. And it's all agenda driven. It's just like, what is what would help in this situation or what would what would be good and then they'll leave everything else at the door and and pursue whatever they're going to pursue you know and i'm not saying the agendas are bad or wrong but that's what they are because you're picking and choosing so the agenda tomorrow you know won't be consistent with what should be the agenda yesterday or should have been the agenda you yeah. know it's it's inconsistent Definitely be consistent. There's no way it's gonna happen because as you're right, as the agenda changes, people's behavior changes and it shifts. Crabs, you keep you've said I'm right and you've been agreeing with me like two or three, four times. Right, 
did you eat Weetabix this morning or something? The fact of the matter is, I'm a very balanced and no, you're not. And when you're right, I'll tell you you're right. When you're wrong, I'll tell you you're wrong. And that mm. in itself should show you that I'm a man of standing, a man of mineral. I just want to say you're you're suspect today still. But I'm go on. Su suspect. That is disgusting behavior. Disgusting behavior. No, it's true. It's true. Uh, I think I don't know, man. I just think I think it's always impossible to manage because how 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 can you do it? How can you do it? If you want to get on someone's nuts for this, come with that same energy every single time. Because one thing we do see is just the inconsistencies in people's behavior, and it's so infuriating. It is beyond infuriating. In fact, it's a bit mad. Um, so this uh, we've got like a celebration of the Queen's uh, jubilee. Um, you know, Liz, great lady. Um, she's uh, she's, <laughs> you don't know her. She's celebrating. I met her before. Uh, you met her before, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna say that me and her cool, but I met her before. Was um, that on the Gold Coast? Sorry. Was that on the Gold Coast? No, it was it was in Sussex, um, but uh, you know I think first of all staying on the throne for that long, just being alive for that long is a massive achievement in itself. So you know kudos to her. Um, I think it's amazing how much the country can change when there's a couple of bank holidays, man. When I think about other times they've been like royal wedding, had a couple of those extra days off, people's energy changes massively. It's good to see, though. It's good to see. I mean, I can't say people become suddenly become royalists or whatnot. Yeah, that is true. The vibe is good. And if the weather can hold up in this country, then, you know, that's a double win. My issue, my issue often with the country is that you do these things now, yeah, and it's like you either get the bank holiday and you don't get the weather or you get the weather and you don't get the bank holiday. And it's like... This country, man. I you just most people just want to be able to like for things to like last for the full seasons, right? They want the whole summer to be the summer, blah blah. You can't even get through a flipping day in this country. You step out of your house in a t-shirt, a lot of time it's raining, it's flipping annoying, man. But yeah, before having an extra time off, I'm I'm beyond shattered. Um, and any kind of escape I can get, I'm I'm down for that. I'm down for that for hundred percent. So what? Wait, wait. So, um, how are you spending this? Um, I was gonna say golden jubilee, but no. <laughs> how are you spending this jubilee? This platinum jubilee. Uh, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, I mean, with a couple, couple friends, you know, just like sit down, and get some food, listen to the music, get some drinks, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's like pretty, pretty low key, but I will mark it because the thing is, you know, also the problem is. You spend bank holidays, everyone's looking for a motive. Oh, what's going on? What's doing that? Who's doing that? And you find that no one's doing anything. And then you end up scrambling around, finding something to do. So the best thing to do is take ownership of your plans, man. Do something yourself. Bring people in that you want to, you want to chill with and then, you know, keep it like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it sounds... It. Um, I don't know yet, but um, I might come to yours. Just tell me what time and day. Cool, cool. Um, if I'm if I'm not busy, uh, like washing my hair or something, then I'll pass through. As you do, as I do. Um, but no, I'm gonna relax. I'm gonna chill. Take it easy. Um, so let me get this right. The Queen has got Thursday and Friday as bank holiday. I still don't understand why it's two days. 
but because you'd, whatever. You'd, you'd get you would get um you'd get a a bank holiday at the end of May anyway because it's always been like that. But they just decided to put them together closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so, so you get an extra one because of the jubilee, and then they've added it to the one that would have happened on the Monday anyway. And they oh, they're idiots. They should have just given us a Friday and a Monday, man. What's that's wrong what, with them? That's what I'm saying. I don't know why they've done this. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, God. But I also think it's very, it's very British. Oh, what what do you think then? Um, who's next, Charles or William? Should be. I personally think it should be Charles, no. not because he's my namesake, but. <laughs> but what? If, if you're gonna go by how you're supposed to go, tradition, then it should be Charles, right? Would, what do you think? Why would it not be Charles? No, people are talking about it skipping Charles to go to, to William. What well, because he's old? I don't know. Maybe because no, because of maybe Camilla. You he married Camilla, who is a divorcee or something along those lines, and it won't look good. But I think we're in a modern world now where that shit shouldn't even matter. But I don't know. No, 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 no. That's what I heard. Can't be doing that, bruv. No, I follow tradition, bruv. Just give it to him. If I was Charles, I wouldn't be having it. I'll be taking my throne, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get rid of Camilla if I need to. Staying alive all this time, only to when it's your time to shine. Yeah, someone's like, nah, 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 nah. We're gonna give it to your son. Nope, that's not gonna run. That's not gonna trust. It's impossible at all. That can't run. That can't run. Um Cool man. Let's uh let's move on to that time of the show where we explore Connor's conundrum. So it's only the two of us today. It's only the two of us today. And um So I'm gonna have time to think. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we can excuse me, um quite quite a quite a lead uh, a, a light one. A light one, I think. I've been thinking about this one, and I'm still not sure where I get to. All right. So, would you rather have to be forced to sing, right, audibly, right, at an audible level, right, sing to any to every song you hear, anytime you hear it, or forced to dance with all your limbs? Not just like sitting there toe tapping with all your limbs to every song you hear. <laughs> I was gonna think about it, but the, the, this is this is easy. Okay, oh, okay. this is easy. Yeah, it's gonna be sing every time, and I'll tell you why. Straight away, it's just like, why on earth would you be dancing on road like a madman? I'd rather sing like a madman. <laughs> and secondly, um. The energy, you can't dance your way through through life constantly dancing to random songs and, and you're possibly doing the dance moves that's in that song or or you're just doing your own freestyle dance move. Freestyle. Either way, yeah, no, nah, nah, you can't dance. Dancing is a physical threat to the public, in my opinion. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what kind of dance we do, bro. No, no, I'm just saying you, anyone dancing constantly, non-stop because they're hearing songs in their head or their headphones or they have to dance when they hear a song. I think singing you'll get away with. Singing you'll get away with. People just be like, oh, this person really likes that song or they're a bit odd. Dancing? Uh-uh. Dancing feels like a lot. Like It's too much. On. Yeah, but like singing like... 
singing, you can still at least, if a song comes on and you're forced to sing, like if you're sitting down, you can sing that person, blah, blah, blah. You can, have, you can sing the song and then it'll be done. If you have to dance, you have to get up and you start dancing mid-conversation, you're at a meeting and you hear tunes, you have to get up and you start dancing. But that's mad, bro. That is wild. Because you have to be mm. dancing with him. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, no, it has to be, it has to be singing. It has to be. Okay, imagine, imagine if you're on the toilet, right? In the toilet, you're having a crap. And then you hear a tune. Mid crap, you've got to stand up and start dancing, bro. I don't know about standing up. I think no, I'll be able to... You have to stand. I'm telling you, you have to stand up and dance with all your vim, bro. That's the that's the that's the conundrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm I'm singing. I'm singing my way through. You're playing. Through life. You're playing I football. sing anyway. I you're sing. Play, you're playing I've football. got Doltec tones. I you're sing anyway. Neither. Neither. So yes, playing, I do. You heard me. You're playing football. Someone drives past you, playing a tune. You stop and you have to start dancing to that tune, like until like it's got it's done. No, nah, no, nah, that's impossible. What do you, you, that's the conundrum, bro. Every time you hear a song, bro. No, I know it's the conundrum. I'm just saying it's impossible for me to choose that. I can't choose that. I can't choose to dance. But you are choosing that. If you're saying that, if you're saying that you're going to sing, right? Yeah. You're gonna sing. You're gonna sorry, You're gonna sing along to every song you. Wait, hold on. Is that what you said? You said you're gonna sing. I thought you were gonna dance. No, you're gonna sing. I'm gonna sing. No problem. Singing all along, all the way. Sing all the way to the bank, to work, home. I don't. I don't have a problem singing. Okay. I'll choose singing. You, okay. you might choose dancing because you're just different and good for you. <laughs> but you, you'll eventually see that singing is the way forward. No, I'm. I'm definitely. I agree with you. I'm actually doing. I'm doing singing. Oh my god! He agreed again, people. Yeah, he like, agreed again. Actually gonna be, I'm going to do singing because like that dancing, bro, is long, bro. I was thinking to myself, yeah, if you're at the gym, how are you supposed to do your workout, bro? No, that, no, that, see, what are you talking about? That is the only place where dancing makes sense. No, imagine you're trying to bench press. You dance with the dumbbells, innit? Oh, you're trying to right. bench press, you can't get through. Right, Mr. Motivator. You just can't, you can't get through that dumb of, of um, bench press because you're dancing the whole time. No, but, you have to shoot. yeah, but in the gym, you'll be doing aerobics, innit? Yeah, so you can't. That's the only thing you can ever do aerobics. No, if I'm in the gym, I'd want to be dancing. I wouldn't want to be singing and pissing everyone off. I'd rather dance in the gym, in the gym only. Dancing in the gym, you can't do your workout because you're dancing. No, it'd be just part of your workout. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. How are you supposed to be fine? Because you can push the weights and everything to the beat. You're dancing. You you know. How do you bend press with a dance? Um, you can't do it. Use the Smith climb machine. How do you how do you pull up whilst dancing? You can't do it. How do you? Oh yeah, you can. You can wiggle your your lower half. Nah, nah. I told you, you have to dance with your whole limb, bro. All limbs need to be in motion, bro. Nah, I'm telling you, Quabs, dancing is for the gym. In the gym, you want to be dancing, not singing. Everywhere else, you want to be singing, not dancing. <laughs> We're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one, bro. We are because that is oh, fi- finally <laughs> that, that is bad. This from you're talking wild. You talk about um. All right, cool. Well, listen, we come to the end of uh of another episode, Brati. Thanks for thanks for holding the holding the shit together in the absence of uh of rocks, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, anytime, anytime. You know, appreciate you, bro. We appreciate you. I know you. You've been polite to me today, and and now I'm just, now I'm just looking at Rocky differently. And um, listen, I'll let you know. I'll let you guys know what my thoughts are because um. 
this Rocky character might be the instigator. How you feel about Rocky? That's like hundred percent. That's your that's your business. I'm not going to get involved in that, man. Yeah, he's your best friend. I don't I expect you to. I Rocky's my best friend. My wife's my best friend. Oh, <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, but yeah, man. Thanks, 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 obviously for being here, man. We've enjoyed it, man. So, so that's been good. Um, so yeah, and also thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mike's and Men. I've been Kobna, um, and if you are listening on Apple iTunes, iTunes, no Apple Podcasts or Spotify, do leave us a five star review because we only give you five star content. You know, it makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Until then, man, I've been quite mm-hmm. real. It's been good. It's been real good.